Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, everybody. This is Jennifer O'Neill, and welcome to another radio show. We're going to do today's radio show is on soulmates, twin souls, twin flames, and past life connections. So hopefully you can join us if not, and hopefully you're tuning in later. Um, we're doing. Uh, I'm doing a radio show today on this subject because I've noticed that people get rather confused. And I'll tell you what, more people want to know about love than anything else, the, the money, than career, and, and um, anything else that's out there. So love is something most everyone wants in their life. And most people don't completely understand what a spiritual connection it is. <clears throat> it's such a spiritual connection Sometimes it's reaching way back into your past. And what I, mean, what I mean by past is like many, many lifetimes ago. And it's not uncommon for people to find themselves experiencing a strong spiritual connection with someone they've just met. Um, so much so in some instances that it can become like addictive and even paralyzing, not in the physical sense, obviously, but in the spiritual aspect. And it leaves people wondering, like, what's happening and why does this person have this type of pull over me? And, you know, I, I'm not understanding, like, why I can was perfectly capable of, uh, you know, making good choices in one relationship, and this one just throws me, completely derails me. So it leaves people very confused. And I'm sorry, I should have said this at the beginning of the show. I do have some callers on the show, but I want anyone to know if they're calling in on the show, please. I will get to questions. But um, I just want them to pertain to the subject matter today, which is going to be the soulmates and twin souls, etc. So, anyways, sometimes these connections develop into you know deeper relationships when you meet somebody and you have you can feel this strong connection, and a deeper connection with another uh, person can be maintained, you know, obviously through a period of time through dating or even just. If people go to sleep with somebody because they don't realize what a spiritual connection that that is, um, marriage, etc., and that can be good if the relationship's healthy and both parties are on the same page. But more importantly, if you're close in vibration or spiritual alignment, that's really really important. Um, it can be bad if you're not somewhere in vibration and if one or one of the parties doesn't wish to maintain the connection. Um, and if you have, but if you have a strong tie or past life connection with this person, if one person remembers it and one does not, it, it really creates havoc. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit more, in a little, in a little bit here. So I want to talk about the differences between soul ties, twin souls, um, twin flames, all of that, because. Before I get into, because I'm going to get into, it looks like I'm getting in too quickly into the soul history stuff here. So I'm going to I'm going to start with the definition so that you guys know what I'm talking about. People get all of these things confused, mixed up, and they're always looking for their soulmate. They talk about twin souls, they talk about twin flames, and they get completely confused on what it actually is. So I want to clarify that for everybody who's who's um, joining me today. A soulmate is two souls who have a deep spiritual bond. 
Now, one of the things that I find interesting is everybody tends to think that that means it's supposed to be their lover or somebody that they would marry or like their one person on this planet that they would find and live happily ever after. And if they find their soulmate, everything's going to be all good. And they're really under a completely false impression of what soulmate is. What a soulmate is means it. it is at some point in time during your creation, the two of you made an agreement and a commitment to one another to help each other learn and grow and evolve. Uh, so before that you came down to, you know, the physical plane, at some point in time you've made an agreement with this person <clears throat> to help each other learn and grow and evolve. Now, there is a deep love between soulmates. However, that does not mean that it would be necessarily romantic in nature. So, in other words, a soulmate can be, it can be a spouse, it can be a girlfriend, boyfriend, or something like that, but it also, a significant other, but it also could be a family member, it can be a child, it can be a friend, it can be a teacher. There are many, many aspects to soulmates, and it can be many, many of those people. The, the, the basis of that is it's, Again, somebody you've made a, you two have made a spiritual agreement commitment to one another to help each other learn and grow. Now, that takes all the, how would I say, the romanticness out of the meaning soulmate. It takes all the fun part of having a soulmate out. And I don't mean to, you know, shatter that image for you, but it's, it's really true. So I don't want people walking around going, I've never met my soulmate and I wish I had, and is this person my soulmate? Because it, you could have, and the other thing is you could have many soulmates. Um, many people that you've made agreements with that you've made a commitment to each other to help each other learn and grow. You can meet during different lifetimes and have different types of relationships too. So you could have a soulmate that maybe in one lifetime was your brother and maybe in another lifetime did end up being, you know, uh, a a sister or a child or a spouse, it can change and it can alter and you can make soul, you don't, if you do make a soulmate agreement, however, it's not that you agree to be with this person or meet up with this person through every single lifetime. It's on an individual basis. So anyhow, to wrap that up, a soulmate or two souls who have a deep spiritual bond and at some point in time you've made this agreement to help each other learn, grow, and evolve. A twin flame. Twin flame is two souls who are very much aligned on a spiritual level. Your vibrations match. Your goals are similar. Um, in fact, many times when you have a twin flame, you're, you're so similar that you find that you can read each other's thoughts or know what the other person's thinking, or sometimes you might even know each other better than they know themselves. Um, a lot of times you can find them in the same career path as you, uh, or if you have a hobby that you're intensely interested in, they tend to be very similar to you. To you. And also your past and your, um, your life path and, and where you're going in life and the goals that you have, they seem to align up very similar. So that, that, that's one thing that you, wanna, that you would notice with the twin plan is they tend to be Sort of like you, their paths and their goals and how they think. Your vibrations are so closely aligned that you tend to be almost 
twins. You tend to mimic each other in, in where you're at in life and where you're going. <clears throat> a twin flame, again, you can have uh, a romantic connection or a non-romantic connection. Uh, you tend to be on the same path. And twin flames are very cool, by the way. Uh, they're just super cool because you you have a uh, kin-like spirit with them and you, you, you raise each other's vibration. And it's really neat to meet somebody in your life who seems to be on the same spiritual path, um, the same physical path career-wise. It's really cool because, it, and especially when your vibrations match, you help each other keep your vibrations high. You help each other stay in alignment. There's many things that you do to help each other out. So having a twin flame in your life is, is just amazingly awesome. And it doesn't matter if they're romantic or non-romantic. It's just really a great thing because we're always trying to do our best to keep our, our vibration high and keep going in the same direction. Uh, or like go in a positive direction, I would say. A twin soul. Uh, twin souls are two souls who share the same spiritual or soul DNA. It's very interesting, and this may almost seem almost impossible. It's very weird. Um, but similar to twins who are born in the physical realm, uh, there are twins that were created in the spiritual realm, and they have an identical spiritual imprint. So it's, again, a twin soul. It ought to be easy to remember. It's very similar to twins that are born physically, only a twin soul is the same type of thing, only their, their spiritual imprints are, are sort of like the same as your DNA imprint would be the same on a twin, a regular twin in, in physical plane. A twin soul would be like a spiritual, very close to a spiritual DNA um, imprint that would be identical. The interesting thing about twin souls they won't, they won't always be born as twins, so you, if you are a twin, that doesn't mean you're a twin soul. Um, they, they will, twin souls will not always be on the physical plane together. In fact, um, often, more often than not, they're not born on the, on the physical plane together or they're not sharing a physical lifetime together because one of them many times will stay on the other side to look after and protect their twin. They have a ridiculously strong bond. They have a ridiculously strong protection over the other twin. And so they many times will not incarnate together. They can, um, but it's rare they tend to not be on the physical plane together. They will differ in personalities, just like regular twins will. Uh, they will have, they may have completely different paths. And they, if they did incarnate together, one may decide that they want to be, um, you know, creative musician, artist type person. One may go very much like a medical, scientific route. They, they differ in personalities, different personalities. They have their own free will intact, whether they're on a spiritual plane or the physical plane. So they will definitely not, they will not be like a twin flame where they're heading the same direction, same vibration always, but they will strongly identify with each other. There's a very strong connection. So that's really kind of interesting. I've seen that a couple of times, and it's really quite amazing. So that brings us to, well, if we take all the romantic part out of twin flames, twin souls, soulmates and all of that, then why do people feel paralyzed or somebody that they've had an instant connection with 
where they're feeling like that they can't, you know, if they have a breakup, they just cannot shake this person. If they're with somebody, they can't seem to move on or they can't seem to, you know, get their life together even if they know that they're not good for them. Uh, Well, what happens more often than not, um, you may have one of those things in play, but what happens more often than not is something that's called soul history and um, soul ties, soul connection. All of those things are all similar to each other. Um, so if you, what happens is if you've had a past life with somebody and you've had a romantic connection with them, um, a romantic bond at some point in one of your past lives, you create, it's called a, it's called a um, you create soul history. So you actually begin to create soul history in your soul. Your, your soul remembers this and recognizes this other person from there on out because with the soul history becomes a soul bond. So a soul bond can be called a soul tie or a soul connection. So if you've had a romantic connection with someone in more than one or more than one past life and it's really intense, this is the thing that people don't really understand about love. Um, When I was talking about this before is, again, people don't completely understand what happens on a spiritual soul level when people fall in love. So they really imprint on each other. So let's say, for instance, you don't have a spiritual tie or soul connection with somebody in this lifetime, but you're forming that relationship with them in this lifetime. You've met somebody new, um, you have a relationship, you, start, you fall in love, you get married, whatever. You begin to have this, you start creating this spiritual bond and this soul connection. That soul connection will become soul history as you move on to every other lifetime that you have. So if you then run into that person in another lifetime, <clears throat> say, you know, two more lifetimes or maybe even the next lifetime, your soul is going to recognize that person. And then you come to a whole different situation. So let's say that you had married this person in this lifetime, moved on, and in your next lifetime you now meet your spouse again. You meet up with them and... You, you realize maybe your spouse isn't the best person in that lifetime. Not this, I don't know why they wouldn't be, but let's just say that they're not as good for you in the second lifetime. And you meet up with them, and your soul remembers them. Your soul will have such an addictive, craving feeling to be with this person, even if they're not, <clears throat> if they're not, uh, <coughs> excuse me, allergies again, even if they're not good for you, you will feel that connection deep, deep down in your soul, and you will just want to be with them. You will want to move towards them. So that's what a soul history, soul history is. And that's why, that's how it develops, and that's why it would affect you in another lifetime. So, for instance, those of you who deal with that in this lifetime has have, have had some type of soul history, usually soul tie, soul connection with those person in other lifetimes. They're different. They're very, very different than somebody who you just are creating a soul tie or a soul history with. So you may be wondering, well, how how do I know the difference? How am I going to know the difference if I I have a soul tie, soul history with somebody versus I don't? Um, And I can give you a couple different things. If you've ever met somebody you've had an instant connection with, um, that's a very good sign. Usually, uh, you, if you notice that you'll meet some people that you have an instant connection with and others who you're just, you want, you'll get to know because you don't necessarily feel like you know them immediately, um, that's a sign. If you just, when you have an instant connection with them, it's usually accompanied by 
discovering that you feel like you've known someone forever. So if you have an instant connection with someone or you feel like you've known them forever, even though you've just met them, that's a really good indication that you have some type of soul history with them, some type of soul tie with them. Um, and if you have a relationship in your life you know it's not good for you, but somehow this person has like an unexplainable hold over you, like you, you can't make decisions you normally would make or you're making bad decisions or your friends and family would definitely be able to verify this for you, then that's a super good indication that you have some type of soul history and soul tie with this person. So it doesn't matter what type of soul history or soul tie you could have been. Uh, soulmate, soul, twin soul, twin flame. I really want you guys to not try to label things like that. It doesn't because it doesn't really matter you, when you've had a spiritual bond or spiritual connection with somebody. It doesn't matter if it's the the soulmate, twin flame, twin soul. You still have the same effect on your being, and it can still do things that make you you know not have make good choices or or. Um, Stay connected to somebody who you know you should have cut off a long time ago. That's really the problem when you, where this can cause you a problem. It's all great and fine and dandy if you meet up with somebody in this lifetime and you've had some soul history with them and, and a soul connection in this lifetime. You, you guys are both really good people and everything goes really well. That happens and can happen often. But when the problem comes in is when you have soul history with somebody you meet up in this lifetime, and you're not meant to be together in this lifetime. You have um, a, a mismatch in vibration. They maybe aren't very good people. Maybe they don't recognize you and, and are not recognizing this soul tie or this whole bond or this whole history you've had together. That really causes a lot of havoc. That does happen. Sometimes one person can meet up with another person, and one person can have a soul tie, um, a remembrance, and the other person may not, and then one person just stays attached to the other person. It's very hard to shake. Um, I'm going to get into like some signs of how to recognize if you have a soulmate or how to recognize if you have some more signs, actually. I guess I gave you some of them, but I'm going to get into that a little bit more. And then I'm going to answer a few questions that people had on our soulmate circle. Uh, I'm going to take a call and try to answer a couple questions for you guys uh, while I'm on one. We have uh, area code 951. Are you there? Yes. Yes, I am here. Thanks for taking my call. Hi. Um, sure. Uh, yes. Um, I wanted to ask, um, there was a, um, a relationship that I had that was um, a lot of back and forth or whatever, and I was wondering if you could pick up if there was any type of um, soul connection or, you know, twin whatever, twin soul, twin flame, if if you think there was any type of connection with me and this gentleman. Well, I think that there definitely was. Um, I get that immediately, but the interesting thing is that I, this is a good example of I feel like you remember it, your soul kind of recognizes him, and he's having a hard, he's not getting the same recognition that you're getting. And so that causes a mismatch in the relationship. So it will cause you to, um, sometimes it will cause one person to have a stronger connection than the other. And there's not, I have people ask me this all the time, um, well, how do you get them to recognize or what if they never recognize? 
the thing is, is if their vibration isn't aligned up with um, like a higher vibration for them where they're kind of in touch with their spiritual side of themselves, they may never recognize. So Right. Um, and I was the one who, who walked away from that relationship anyway. I was just wondering because it took me, it took me a while to um, walk away from it. So because right. of that, I was just wondering if there was yeah, some type of connection that made me keep going back and forth with them. Absolutely, and that's why. Um, and I'm sure if you think about it, and everyone out there who was having situations similar to yours, if you think about it, there's that feeling that you get. It's like a tie in your chest, in your gut area, that you feel very drawn to somebody, and you feel like even though that you leave, it feels like they're, it's still there. And that's what really confuses people, and that's what keeps them drawing back. It almost feels like that person kind of is a part of them in a way. Does that make sense? And so mm-hmm. it is, yeah, and it is really hard to make that break because you keep feeling like, and, and a lot of people when they're in some situations such as yours, they'll say, but I feel like they're supposed to be in my life. I feel like we're supposed to be together. Like somehow we're supposed to stay connected. And it's because they, they feel that from their past. They feel that connection from their past. So then when you remove it and you, and you leave or separate from that person, you kind of feel like something's missing from you. Um, now, just because you have a soul connection or soul tie with those people, that doesn't mean that you're supposed to be together this lifetime. And if things right. aren't going, and that, and I have to really kudos to you for figuring that out that it wasn't working, and for taking right. the initiative to um, really make a conscious break from that person because. What people also don't understand is there are, are other, usually, almost always other people in the world or in your area that you can have a wonderful, healthy relationship with. But if you don't make that break energetically, right. you feel that you're still connected. So what happens is you actually deprive yourself from being in a very cool, great relationship if you force yourself to stick in with something that's not working. And so you exactly. really have and I know that that was probably hard for you, but good job for that. And It really was. Yeah, so here, here's what you can do in the future. If and when you run into somebody again, and this is for everybody else out there, who, who you have that feeling of that connection with, and everybody knows it when they have it because they think, oh, my God, it's love at first sight. Um, and that can happen, but it's usually a soul connection. So let's say you run into another person who you have that instant connection with to the deep pit of your stomach and your chest where you're feeling like, yep, there's something here between us. Number one, recognize that as soul history. The next step you want to uh, 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 kind of evaluate as you move forward in your relationship, is it a healthy soul tie this lifetime? Is it healthy? Are you beneficial to each other? Are you treating each other well? Are you, like, raising each other's vibration and not being abusive as far as words or physically? Or just are you, are you moving in the same direction cohesively? Or is it a very jagged road? Because if it's jagged and hard, you are not meant to be together in this lifetime. And the sooner that you get out, the better it will be for you and then the more the quicker that you can find somebody that you are supposed to be with. And right. um, and you know what? I, I wanna go ahead. Well the interesting thing is people think that when they feel that feeling that they'll just never get it again and that's not true. 
you know, you still can get, can and many times will get another one of those connections. Um, but it doesn't matter if you can or won't if, if it's just a mess. If your relationship's just a hot mess, you know, there's no point in being right. there, right? Right. I, and I was going to ask you, when, okay, like, so say I go and meet someone in another mm-hmm. month or two or whatever. Is it said that, the, in other words, when I connect with someone and begin to be in a relationship, do, will it have to be one of those connections, the three that you Absolutely said? Or can not. It, just, Absolutely. it doesn't no have to be. And that's the other thing that I explained at the beginning of the show, and that's a great question. It doesn't have to be because we're also creating soul ties and soul connections this way. With new people. With, with new, new people. people. Got it. We may carry over, and they, those people may be your twin flame. They may be somebody who raises your vibration to a great level, and you may create something amazing and wonderful together. And so absolutely 100% do they not have to be a soul connection for you to have a very euphoric, amazing relationship. They don't have to be. Okay. You can be creating something brand new. It's just okay, that what so happens is people get so hung up on the instantaneous feeling that they get when they recognize somebody on a soul level that that just throws mm-hmm. their mind out of whack. They just get all crazy and forget about what they're even doing. So they right, so just right, correct. learn to recognize that and learn to make sure that you're in a healthy relationship. That's really the key because... The, the other thing, and I know I'm taking a little bit more time, so I'm going to have to get off the phone here, but the key to a, to a really good relationship on a spiritual level is that you, you happiness is in the relationship for the most part. We're not always going to be happy, but that you raise each other's vibration, that you are propelling each other forward because that really bonds your soul and that raises everybody's vibration and it helps you re- reach um, heights in your relationship that are quite amazing. And so happiness and healthiness is really what you're looking for and what you're wanting in a relationship. And that's more important than that connection because if, if you have the connection and it's not ha- happy or healthy, it's a moot point, you're going to make yourself miserable. So thank you for calling, and I'm going to take another caller. Good luck. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I have time for one more call that we'll try to take here, and then I will try to wrap up. A half hour is just not very long for these shows. Aloha, it looks like this might be a Skype caller. Um, Thank you. Do you have a question? Hello, how are you? Yes, oh, I'm so grateful for your show today. It cleared up a lot, a lot. So thank you so much. I will um, be using that in the f- now and in the future. <laughs> um, yes, I did meet somebody like that quite a few years ago that shook my entire life. And, in fact, when I first met this individual, I saw his soul right through his eyes. And I had mm-hmm. no idea what was going on. But he mm-hmm. disappeared from my life. We never had a relationship. Um, I don't even know what, what type of relationship that was. But I wanted to find out if I'm going to find someone who vibrates with my soul. You know, just as simple as that. Let me look into that a little bit more. Um, yeah, you will find somebody in the future. The one thing that you want to do is for you specifically um, is you tend to make choices a lot of times that you tend to please a lot of other people around you. So make sure that what you're, you're making choices to, please, to keep your own happiness level up. 
Because yeah. once you do that, that's when you're going to fall into that a better relationship as far as vibrationally. Um, and that really is what people need to do is they don't realize that they have, their happiness kind of will actually dictate their love life. So if you're not with somebody, it's extremely, extremely important to make choices that keep you happy and, and enjoy most of the day. Most of people, especially for mothers or women, uh, tend to make a lot of choices based on people around them. They want to please people. They want, you know, to do well at their work or make their parents happy or whatever it is. And then sacrifice a lot of themselves and a lot of their time. That actually will end up reflecting in the vibration that you've drawn into your life as, as a relationship. So make sure that you continue. Make sure that you keep your happiness level up and. and Watch your choices because you're making a lot of choices around people um, to make other people happy, okay? Yeah, um, now it's all about me, so I, I am going in that route, and I just wanted to Good. find out if, if there is yep, somebody that's going to Yep, as you make that shift, I do see somebody coming in. But I'm going to get to I only have a little bit of time on the show, so thank you for calling in. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. And as always, I'm going to continue on a little bit longer. So for those of you who are listening live, you may want to tune back in because I haven't even got to my questions yet. So I have a couple of questions. One in the soulmate circle is, is if a soul tie or agreement, if you have a soul tie or agreement with another, do they always meet up in this lifetime? So And then does the universe make it happen or sometimes do our choices have us mispath. So basically what they're asking me is, if I have a soul tie or agreement with another person, will I always meet up with them in this lifetime? Or if I make a choice to go to the grocery store instead of going to the pool party with my friends, will I totally miss this opportunity and never get it back? Which is funny, but people ask stuff like that all the time. If you have a soul tie with one another, you will not always meet up. Again, that soul tie is where you've had a soul history, a bond, at some point in time you've most likely had a romantic relationship in a past life. If you've had a romantic relationship or a soul tie in a past life, you will not always meet up in this lifetime together. However, if you make a soul agreement with somebody, that is very different. No matter what choices that you make, the universe, whatever, will somehow it makes things happen to where you will made up, meet up, regardless of the choices you make. Somebody had asked me, what is a soul agreement? And a soul agreement is uh, it's an agreement between the two of you where you, you know, you get that. Let me, let me go back a little bit further. Before you come down to this physical plane, what happens is you actually kind of set out a, a chart for yourself. So you... you you put an outline of things that you're going to accomplish or, or things that you want to go through, whether it be um, trials and tribulations or things you want to learn from. You map out a lot of your life plan. You don't map it all out, but you map out a lot of it, okay? And so during this time, you make soul agreements with people. You make agreements to meet up and, and help each other uh, with lessons. So you would probably meet up with a soulmate and you would make agreements with them before you come on to, down to the physical plane in order to help you learn, grow, and evolve. So you have many soul agreements with other people and or other souls. 
And so if you do make a soul agreement, when you come down to this lifetime, it doesn't matter what choices you make. It doesn't matter if you get off track spiritually. You will end up meeting with those people at some point in time to resolve or go through whatever it was that you decided your agreement would be, whether you're going spiritually or you're learning this lesson or that lesson or going through something to see how you're going to react and take that with you, uh, you will meet up with those people. So that's really important, and that was something that somebody asked me. And we had a couple other questions that I wanted to try to um, answer very quickly here. How does uh, reincarnation play into twin souls, twin flames, uh, reunions, final reincarnations, what do they typically look like, how do you recognize them, etc.? So reincarnation, we just want, I'm not exactly sure on this question. When we have a reincarnation, we will meet up with soulmates often because, again, we have soul agreements with them where we learn, grow, and evolve. Uh, we, not everybody has a twin soul, so that does, will not pertain to 90% of the people. Uh, twin flame, we may or may not meet up with a twin flame. It depends on if we have an agreement. But usually most people will meet up with, I would say you would probably meet up with two or three twin flames throughout your lifetime. So, uh, Reincarnation, you just will meet up with people every now and again, but you're also creating soul history with new people. So it just depends on, I guess, I would need more on that question. If you, here's another question. Okay, so if you lose your husband, either in death or divorce, and the person has been a true soulmate, and you've had other dealings with, then has that person been a true soulmate? Have you had other dealings or experiences with the person in past lives? Um, Usually, if, again, we explain soulmate, that's not the same as a romantic connection. But if you've had a if you've had a soul connection with somebody in this lifetime, or you usually have had a romantic relationship with them in another lifetime. So, could a deceased husband return while you're still alive, or um, will he be waiting for it? They don't reincarnate. Reincarnation, normally, almost always, they will not immediately reincarnate. So if somebody does pass over, the chances of them coming back and being like your grandson or something is just extremely, extremely rare. It can happen, but usually a lot more time goes on when they pass. They don't usually reincarnate quickly into your lifetime because they have to do um, something called a soul orientation and all this kind of stuff over there. Um, and time isn't the same on the other side as it is over here. So usually you won't, they won't reincarnate. Usually they'll be waiting for you on the other side. Is it common? This is one of my favorites. I really like this question. Is it common to dream about a soulmate or twin flame, even though that you've never met them before on Earth? I've dreamt about a male counterpart over the over the last years, and my soul recognizes them every time again. And I, I feel that I'm home and experience a heartbreak and having to leave them when I wake up. Absolutely, 100%. You can and and will meet up with uh, soulmates or. or um, people that you've had a deep soul connection and soul tie with, if they're not reincarnated on this on this uh, physical plane with you at this point in time, if they're wanting to see you, you will dream about them. And for those of you who have had those dreams, it's hard to explain. They are incredibly intense dreams where you immediately know during that dream that you, you know who this person is. They feel like 
getting married or they feel like they're uh, uh, a lover of yours of some kind and you will recognize them immediately. You're very happy to see them. And then you'll wake up and go, that was weird. Like, I've never even seen that person my entire life. I could have never dreamed of even knowing somebody like this. They don't resemble anybody. The dreams are very intense. And so, yes, you can and will dream about um, loved ones or people that you've married or lovers or whatever that are on the other side waiting for you. And many times they'll want to connect with you and you will uh, dream about them. So that's really awesome. Um, when you have those dreams and then you wake up and it's awesome that people can connect in a dream state, which will actually uh, be in a book of mine that I have coming up if I ever get the three books I'm writing finished. So I'm going to go over a couple of different things really quickly before I end the show. This is, again, going on a little bit past, so hopefully it's being recorded all the way through. Uh, four signs of a soulmate. As we, I, I hope that you guys are, I'm really drilling this guy into you guys, but again, soulmate is somebody that you made an agreement to learn, grow, and evolve. Learn, grow, and evolve. doesn't matter if it's a teacher, friend, child, whatever, lover, can be a lover, but it doesn't have to be. You may or may not have an intense connection when you first meet. So um, you don't always have to have an intense, intense connection with a soulmate. It may or may not be there. It's not always intense. But, number two, it feels very different than other relationships you've had in your life. Um, there, it, you will know right away. It will feel different than other relationships immediately. You will be like, this, this feels weird. It feels like a strong connection. It feels just different. Uh, number three, soulmates, interesting enough, for the most part, uh, they're easy. For the most part, your relationship with a soulmate is usually easy, okay? Uh, there, there will be a flow that drives the two of you in the same direction. So let's say it is a child or a parent, maybe, that you have a soulmate with, or a friend. Your relationship will be easy with this person. You won't have a lot of drama. You won't have a lot of uh, where you're, you know, you're hating each other one week and loving each other another week. That hardly ever happens with a soulmate. It's, it's relatively easy because you know you're there for one common purpose, which is in a positive light. It's a positive relationship for the most part when you have a soulmate in your life, even if it is to learn to grow and evolve. It's usually positive. Okay. They, these relationships feel very familiar so there will be a soul recognition, even though you may you might not know them, you'll feel as if you remember them from somewhere. So that's kind of very similar to number two, by the way, so I'm just going to call that uh, number two. Uh, they, they will feel very familiar, and you, you won't be able to quite put your finger on it. They, they just feel good. You feel nice in their presence. You feel comfortable. You feel good when you're around them. You don't feel anxious. You don't feel any... Like you don't feel upset. You just feel good when you're around them. They, they, your soul remembers them. You can't be around it, but you feel good and you, you like being around them. Uh, so it's, the soul uh, mates can also see it, feel magnetic in an uplifting way. So like I said before, it, they're positive. It, it, they're positive relationships. They're, they're usually uplifting in a good way when you run into a soulmate, whether or not it is a romantic connection. Now, five signs of a past life connection, a soul tie or a past life connection, usually feels intense when you meet them or shortly after you meet them. So 
where a soulmate connection may not may or may not feel intense, when you've had a past life connection or a past life tie, usually you will feel an intense thing between you either right when you meet or shortly after. It's there, it's intense, and you feel it, and that's when people go, oh, my God, this is my soulmate, which is not true. Okay. Uh, it will. It, it's very similar to a soulmate, as in it will feel very different than other relationships you've had in your life. You can feel that it's just not like it's not like you're meeting somebody and learning and growing from them from this point forward. It's like it just feels different. It feels like that you already know them, etc. Um, past life connections many times tend to be chaotic in nature. They tend to be full of turmoil or angst. A lot of times when you have a past life connection with someone romantically or have had one romantically um, or even if your mother or friend or whatever, uh, many times they're full of turmoil and they're just disruptive and they're just, they can make you aggravated and it, your relationship feels like it's on a roller coaster. Things are good and then they're crappy and then it's just like they're all over the place. They're very chaotic. Um, they're very chaotic in nature. And that's usually when you can tell you've had a past life connection with somebody. It feels intense when you meet them or very shortly after. It feels different. And then you find out as your relationship goes on, it's chaotic. It feels chaotic in nature, ups, downs, highs, lows. Uh, It's weird. It can feel addictive without explanation. This is, again, a huge problem that people have when they meet somebody and cannot seem to break with them. Um, They think, again, it's their soulmate. It's not. They feel when you have a past life connection with somebody that's really intense, they can feel addictive without explanation. You don't know why, but you just become addicted to being around this person. That's how it feels, and it's because they're not understanding that it is their soul that is drawn to them and that they want to be near this person because their soul recognizes them, but because of this lifetime or whatever's happening during this lifetime and maybe they're not meant to be together, uh, nothing is matching. It's feeling all chaotic in nature. and So they keep moving forward and then stuff happens and they get away and then they move forward towards that person because they just need to be with them and want to have them in their life. Um, and they can leave you feeling sick or drained at random times during any interaction. Um, and so, you know, five, those are five signs of a past life connection. Uh, not all past life connections, I just want to clarify very quickly, are bad. Um, some feel very good and wonderful, and they move forward in a very nice way, but then, then you're going to recognize, you're going to feel the flow, you're going to feel like you're more of a twin flame at that point in time. You're going to feel like more of a soulmate because twin flames and soulmates tend to have a positive vibe to them. They tend to be moving forward in a, in a positive nature. So um, you will feel very different with that. But the reason I wanted to point out the turmoil and the addictive ones is because those are the ones that seem to hang people up. So I have to wrap up this show or it's going to cut me off. Um, I could go on and talk about this forever. But for those of you out there that are having past life connections that are not feeling good, if you have that connection, that addictive thing, it doesn't matter if you think that you're they're your soulmate or twin flame or whatever, even though, like I explained before, and I'm going to tell you again, if it's a soulmate or a twin flame, it's going to feel positive. It's going to feel good heading in that direction. If it doesn't feel good, if it feels chaotic and crappy 
and on a roller coaster ride and it's good for each other. It's not a soulmate or twin flame connection. It's not a positive connection. It means that you're just forcing something to be there that was there in your soul history that's not meant to be there in this lifetime. So don't prolong it and move on with your life. And, and end it because you can then open the door for new energy and to find a twin flame or a twin, you know, uh, uh, soulmate of somebody of a positive nature or even create a new soulmate, a new or a new um, twin soul or meet a new twin flame or soul history. You can create something new is basically what I'm trying to say. You know, if you end something bad, you leave the door open to create something new that can be amazing and wonderful. So thank you for tuning in. Again, if I have to wrap this up, I do have a website, hawaiihealings.com, if you want to, you know, know more with my radio shows and my blogs. So definitely stop in there, hawaiihealings.com. Subscribe in if you want a reading. I do those there. So for those of you who are, you know, trying to get readings, that's where you would want to go. And until next time, I will put up my show shortly after. Thank you for joining me. We will be back next Tuesday. I think next Tuesday is Spirit Guides and Guardian Angels, so I will check it out. All right, have a wonderful day, and until next time, aloha.